Yeah. Welcome to the New Bridge broadcast with the services from New Bridge Baptist Church, located on Cleveland Highway, one mile north of the State Patrol Office, near the entrance to Laurel Park. Pastor Milton Harris invites you to join them for their services all week long, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and on Wednesday night. Now let's join the services already in progress from the New Bridge Baptist Church of Gainesville.
can I just say that? Good to see you here. And I appreciate these. They're bringing their children and their grandchildren to God's house. Folks need to hear the gospel. Old preacher used to say they need to cut their teeth on the altar. And uh, need to hear because they're attaining more than you realize. And you won't. When God first, I mean, pricks that heart. When he first speaks to that heart, you want them to be ready to come and ask Jesus Christ into their heart and life and to save them. And I want to say I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you being here uh, this morning. Amen. Brother Doug, good to see you back. Y'all continue to pray for Miss Brenda as well. Remember her. All right. If you have your Bibles, turn to a very familiar scripture this time of year. Isaiah chapter number 7, verse number 14. And if you're physically able, would you mind standing in honor of the reading of the Word of God? Church, I want to say we had a great Thanksgiving. And one of the things I'm very thankful for is you. And as it was talked about in Sunday school, what a blessing it is. And what a blessing it is to see these young folks that are going to college and all coming to God's house. Amen. Uh, that is a blessing, David. That, that's, that's a blessing. All right. Isaiah chapter 7, verse number 14. He said, Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive. And let me just stop for a second. Do you all remember years ago in the Southern Baptist Convention there was a big argument about whether you had to believe in the virgin birth of Christ or not? If he was not born of virgin, how could he have fulfilled prophecy? How could he be the Messiah? And to me, it was a dumb question. Anyway. All right, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word of God. You may be seated. Here in this scripture, we see the word sign. And that word in the Hebrew is used in the sense of an appearing, a signal, a mark an indication or a prediction of a coming event. The prophet Isaiah here gives us a prediction here uh, in one of the key verses of the Old Testament scriptures concerning the Christ of Christmas. Again, without Christ, there is no Christmas. That's why they want to change everything to Happy holidays. I understand we want to include Thanksgiving. And we want to include we want to include New Year's. But I'm going to tell you what, it's Christmas time. Yeah. Amen. And so without Christ there is no Christmas. But here for just a moment, we want to look at this, a prediction of the Christ of Christmas. If you have your notes, you'll say, Well, in 2015, preacher, you went into this and uh, you would be correct, that's some eight years ago. But if you're like me, you don't remember what we brought out back then. Amen? And it'll probably be a little bit different even today. But here's a prediction concerning the Christ of Christmas. 
First of all, look at the source of this prediction. He says, therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. The Lord shall give you the sign. If you look at this time frame, there's two things we want to look at. We want to look at, number one, the leader during this time. This is Ahaz. He is the king of Judea. He's the grandson of Uzziah and the father of Hezekiah. And we all know Hezekiah was a good, godly king, one of the few that we read about. But we find out that Ahaz was not such a good and godly king. Here the situation that's going on in this chapter, we see that Syria and Israel, which at this time is the northern king, we all know how uh, there uh, during the reign of Rehoboam, the kingdom split. You had the two southern tribes, which were known as Judea, and the ten northern tribes, which were known as Israel. But we find here Syria and Israel are waging war against Judea. Uh, here's brothers and cousins uh, there wanting to fight against each other. And here, uh, there, when we look at the sign, King Ahaz had an opportunity to ask for a sign. But he was not a good and godly king. and He was not interested there, so to speak, in the things of God. And he was not interested in knowing and seeing the sign of the Messiah that would come and save everyone from their sins. And that is a shame for... A, his unbelief and his hypocrisy, for that reason, he would not ask God for a sign. But God, now get this, God through the prophet Isaiah is giving us uh, there the sign that's going to be needed to show and predict that the coming Messiah is on his way. Stephanie said something today. She said, if she wasn't there, then Miss Elsie would have to get somebody else, but somebody else would step up. If I sit down on the Lord, Brother Billy, the Lord's going to set somebody else up. The, the thing of it is, I haven't done anything but really rob myself of a blessing to serve the Lord. It, it, it is a privilege. And I think we forget that sometimes. We forget that it is a privilege to serve Him. It's a privilege to come to God's house and worship Him in spirit and truth. This, this is a privilege, Brother Mike, that in a lot of places, it's not that way. When we were in Egypt in 98 and 99, we had, had that Brother Lazarus, which sadly he's going on home to be Lord, but he had to pay for protection for us. We had to have their military police escorting us in and escorting us out. I may have told you there uh, when we rode there one time the, that Egyptian plane crashed out, off the, uh, outside New York. And while we were over there in Egypt, the newspaper says America shoots down an Egypt plane, Egyptian plane. And I'm going to tell you what, the security got a little tighter. But I never will forget here we are in a convoy, and it took us about four or five minutes to an hour to go from one place to the other. And you've got a police vehicle in front with a blue line on, 
blue light on, and the police vehicle in the back with blue light on, and I'm sitting there going, sure, shoot the target in the middle. You're bound to hit them, you know. But anyway, we had to have uh, that escort and that protection uh, that we weren't free just to go to the conference and to preach and then be able just to leave. I'm telling you, this is a privilege that we take for granted. We do. And I'm afraid that lots of times people get the idea, I'll go to church if i got nothing else better to do. Well, what better could you have to do than to come worship the Lord? Seriously. I mean, what better could they be than to come and worship Him? It, it, it is a privilege. And we ought not to take that privilege for granted. We ought to be in here thanking Him. Amen. I'm ta- hey, I'm preaching to Milton. I know what, what you, I I hate to admit this, but the other day I told Lydia, I said, I'm wore out. If I wasn't the pastor, I probably wouldn't go tonight. <laughs> That's sad to admit, isn't it? I had one of those moments. Amen. But if we're not careful, we can have those moments. But it, it, it is an honor and a privilege, and we shouldn't take it for granted. We shouldn't take the things of God for granted. And we should, uh, they're serving Him. We ought to be honored. We ought to be honored when you get asked to help. You ought to be honored that you're being asked to help. Amen? Hey, listen. It's an honor. Hey, it's a privilege. I'll get off that soapbox. But, hey, I thought this is a great illustration. King Ahaz has had a great opportunity right here. And the Lord would have shown him and would have uh, helped him. But he, in his hypocrisy and in his ungodliness, didn't desire something from God. But God, and here's the point, said, all right, I'll give it through Isaiah. Well, so we see the the Lord, the Lord himself. Since Ahaz would not obey God and confirm his word, the Lord advised him uh, there... Uh, if I was he would do it for him. This promise of God's guaranteed their survival. Now get this. This is what it's all about. This guaranteed the survival of David's throne. See, by predicting that the Messiah was coming through the virgin birth, this was an assurance that what God, that covenant God made with David, that David's throne would go forward. It would go forward. We know when the Babylonians came in, started in 605 B.C., back in 597, and then finally in 586, uh, come and destroyed Jerusalem, brought them down. We know in 605 B.C., the times of the Gentiles began. And there hasn't really been their a lineage of David on the throne. But let me tell you, the times of the Gentiles is going all the way through the end of the tribulation time. But we're coming back. The raptures took place. We've gone up to be with the Lord. We're coming back with Him. The times of the Gentiles end. And I'm going to tell you what. The Lord Jesus Christ, King Jesus is going to sit on the throne of David, just as Isaiah prophesied, just as the angel Gabriel prophesied to Mary. He's going to fulfill his word. Amen. It's coming. 
has come. And this was a guarantee that that Messiah was going to come. You see, this was a dark and hard time for them. And I want to tell you that today seems like sometimes it's a dark and hard time for the children of God. But you be a good cheer. Jesus is coming again. He's coming again. Amen. Hey, praise God. All right, the source of the prediction, the significance of the prediction. Behold, when we see the word behold in the scriptures, uh, we need to sit up and pay attention. It's even it's, uh, either pointing to something that's already been said or to something that's fixing to be said that the Lord wants us to look at and to take note of. Let me say this. Unfortunately, today, a lot of the beholds are being put in the wrong place. But when the Lord says, behold, we need to set up. We need to take notice. Amen. Uh, set up and take. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Of course, this is the specifics of this prediction. We see that, as we just said, uh, there in his name shall be called what? Emmanuel. God with us. Isn't that wonderful? Well, right quick, like, and I'm coming down to close. Hey, the miracle, the virgin conception in birth, the argument concerning the word virgin. Let, let me point this out right quick. Some say that here it means young women. But Matthew's gospel makes it plain that it means virgin with the Greek word that is used in Matthew 21, verse 23. So the argument, oh, this is talking about a young lady or a young woman. Jesus spelled that out uh, there and that in Matthew, in the New Testament, in Matthew 1, 23. No, this word literally means a virgin, a woman that has never known a man. And so it makes it clear. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted as God with us. And by the way, Isaiah used the uh, word in the Hebrew that best describes or indicates that this is a virtuous woman that will bring forth the Messiah. So we see the virgin conception. The deity and humanity of Christ is also here. We know that in Isaiah uh, chapter 9, we find in verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. We see the deity and the humanity of the Messiah. Here, a child is born speaks of his humanity. Jesus Christ was 100% man. And then he says, unto us a son is given. This speaks of his deity. He's 100% God. God in the flesh. And so we see uh, in this prediction, we see uh, the deity and the humanity uh, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The manifestation of this, some uh, 750 years before Jesus would actually come on the scene, the prophet Isaiah is predicting the Christ of Christmas. I'm going to tell you, sadly, the Jewish nation was not looking for him. Sadly. And let me just say, 
Jesus was born in a very rough and difficult time. King Herod tried to kill him, and so on and so forth. Right? I feel like God says, I'm just going to bring forth, it's the time for my Messiah. And I'm going to let him come forward and just show you I can do great things. I'm greater than the devil. Things may be dark. Things may be difficult. But I'm just going to show you, hey, I'm God. And I can overcome evil. Mm. Oh, my, a prediction of the Christ of Christmas. I thought this holiday season, we get started with seeing some prophecies. Some predictions concerning his coming. Thank God. Aren't you glad he came? Paid a price we could not pay on the cross of Calvary. Gave his life. He didn't take it. He gave it. He gave his life. That you and I might be born again. That you and I might be a child of God. That you and I might have life abundantly here. And that you and I might have a home in heaven. Oh my goodness. Aren't you glad for the Christ of Christmas? Amen.
97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville.